Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you and welcome to the podcast. Okay, so the episode that you are about to hear is a an example of what it's like to, when you work with me inside of the Seekers Method. Um, for those of you who are new to me and you don't know about the Seekers Method, it's my group coaching program that you can enroll in. And it's where I work with you intimately over the course of 104 days. And I help you to renew your mind, to transform your life from the inside out so you can just be completely spiritually transformed and just amazing life transformation where I help you to restore your health, to undo self-sabotage, overcome temptation, all the things so that you can have your health restored and weight loss will become a byproduct. Whew. All of that to say that what you're about to hear on this episode of the podcast is an example of my behind the scenes coaching. Every Sunday inside of the Seekers Method, I go live at seven o'clock a.m. for the Sunday Seeker Sesh, as I like to call it. And I give coaching guidance, clarity, and I help clients to, you know, set their minds on what they need to do the forthcoming week. I show them how we're walking through hormonal alignment, all of so many things. I could spend two hours opening up this podcast episode. But on this particular Sunday, last Sunday, um, I could hear the Holy Spirit ministering to me and telling me that I was supposed to do a different kind of broadcast on the Sunday Seeker Sesh than I normally do. And I was kind of uncomfortable with it because I didn't really want to do it. It meant that I was going to be sharing my screen with them during my screen with them during the broadcast and on the photo. I know you're on the podcast, so you can't hear this, but the photo that I displayed on the screen in our private Facebook community was a photograph of just my burger and the compliant ways that I dress my burger. Um, and it was an entire testimonial message of the power of the Holy Spirit within me that has transformed me. And I'm sharing this with you because this particular episode was so profoundly spiritually led that so many of my clients have since reached out to me and told me that it has transformed them, not by anything I did, but other, uh, but rather than, um, rather by the leading of the Holy Spirit, right? I just was a willing vessel. I positioned myself to just yield to the still small voice of the Holy Spirit who told me what to say and um, didn't tell me why. And I just did it. Right. <clears throat> and I remember there being a time where it was absurd and I just kept doing whatever the Holy Spirit was telling me to do. And one day I prayed and asked God, why did you choose me? Why did you choose me to help women to lose weight? This is so weird. God, people look at me strange. I, I feel like I've got three eyes. And, and he told me, I chose you, Sherry, because you will follow. And so in this episode of the Sunday Seeker Sesh, you will see what it's like to when you work with me, to be led by a Christian life coach who is full of the Holy Spirit, who is led by the Holy Spirit, who responds and yields to the Holy Spirit, and then shows you how to walk that out in your life, even in weight loss. All right, on to the show. Hey, really quick, before I get to the podcast, I want to make sure that you know about the ways that you can start working with me. If you are ready to change your life from the inside out once and for all, if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired of yo-yo dieted, yo-yo dieting, diet hopping, um, trusting your flesh, giving into temptation, self-sabotaging, believing that you can never lose weight, just if you're sick and tired of it, if you want to be shown how to be transformed through the renewing of your mind, if you want to stop conforming to your old patterns and you want to be led by somebody who is led by the Holy Spirit, 
if you want to live eternally focused instead of temporally focused, if you want to change your life and become more recognizable to God and appropriate your faith and live in the fullness of your faith, if you want to you know, just walk in that supernatural power that's available to you, that resurrection power that's available to you as a believer, then I encourage you, get in the seeker's method. Set aside some finances if you need to, save up for it, whatever you've got to do, get in there. Um, there are other ways that you can work with me aside from the seeker's method. In fact, I've actually made the seeker's method a little bit more affordable. I now have different price points that you can offer. You can just get in there and go at the seeker's method light level. You can get in there and be in the group coaching level. You could also get in there and um, work with me more intimately through proximity coaching with the Seekers Method, where you get one-on-one -on -one ac one -on -one access with me for your weight loss experience. There are a multitude of ways that you can work with me. I've made myself so completely available, commensurate with the level of the experience and the transformation that you desire in your life. So if you're ready, I'm ready to lead you, right? I mean, I... I don't always have opportunities to take on new clients, but you'll never know unless you reach out to me. My website, sherrycapilla.com. Follow me on all the social platforms, Sherry Capilla or Coach Capilla. Send me an email, coachcapilla at gmail.com. Now onto the show. The entire picture of my burger <laughs> right now, right? It's just a burger and mayonnaise and mustard and ketchup. Good morning, Jackie and Tracy. Hopefully I haven't missed anybody. So as we get started, because it's 7.01 now, put in the chat how you're doing. I'm very interested. You know that your progress, um, thank you, Becky, um, everything about what's going on in your world and you know how you're doing in weight loss, how you're doing all, all the places. Good morning, Diane Crawford. Put in the chat how you're doing. Very interested. Your progress, your forward movement is my absolute heart's desire. Naomi, are you physically tired because you're not sleeping well, um, but pushing? Tired meaning because you've got a lot going on, right? You've got a lot going on. Good morning, Kai. So much better. Things are going well. I'm so happy to hear that, Margaret, especially in light of your trip. Slip up yesterday, repenting and moving forward. Ladies, repentance is that bridge. Good morning, Kai. I hope your vacation was well, uh, was wonderful. Repentance is that bridge, right? If you want to get from where you are, it's about uh, recognizing and being aware of your part and then repenting and going across it to freedom, right? Like repentance is everything. I have found so much power. I can believe for- Repentance is everything. I have found- Sorry. Sorry. I have found so much power since truly continuing in repentance and recognizing my responsibility here, right? Kai, how are you doing? So Becky, I love that. So moving forward, repenting. I love that. That's the difference maker, right? So this morning, God showed me that I was going to be showing you a picture of what I've been eating. <laughs> now, what you're seeing on your screen is no mistake. I know that I'm just showing you a picture of my plain burger. Deanne says, slipped up Friday night, but repenting and turning it around. Oh, yesterday. Good. Doing well. Repentance is so powerful. I saw your comment on that, Annette. I agree with you. Good, Tracy. Tracy, I'm going to comment. I, I'm going to hold me to this. I have something I want to 
make sure that I share with you. Okay. So maybe start an, a dialogue with me because I've, I meant to a hundred times yesterday and I haven't, um, I have to go on a path of repentance. Kai says, good. Debbie says, I am there too, with repentance moving forward as well. Praise God. That's the direction we all need to move. So you're seeing this burger. <clears throat> What's so powerful about this burger is this is what I broke my fast with yesterday. And I don't know if you can see it, but also at the top, it says that this was at 5.39 p.m. yesterday. I had to zoom in. I don't have my readers on. This was at 5.39 p.m. yesterday. I was super busy. I knew I was in my fasting strength yesterday. So I was able to go to an event in a fasted state. I was busy. I had uh, all the kids have friends sleeping over everywhere in our house. Um, <clears throat> I knew I would be in my fasting strength. And that's imperative that you understand what is my weakness, my fasting weakness and my fasting strength. And what are those windows so that you can really step into transformation through leveraging those, right? When you're idle, it's very hard to fast well, and you can, it's not impossible, but knowing when you can be strong because of your schedule, because of your hormones, because of how well you're, you've been eating will enable you to go longer and stronger between meals. And so there I was yesterday, and I don't like to do this, but I normally like to give you a lesson that will empower you. But this morning, God's, God's put it on my heart actually yesterday morning that I need to be more testimonial today because this message will land on somebody's heart and they will find encouragement. Now trust that what I'm about to share with you today is in no way saying that any of you have to be on the lion diet like I am, or any of you have to be carnivore like I am. You don't have to do that. I'm just modeling with you something that God needs. I'm modeling for you something that God wants to impress upon your heart to help you to see that where I am has been a journey and how I got here. So yesterday I broke my fast with what you're seeing on this screen, right? I broke it yesterday at 5.39 p.m. <clears throat> and I know for some of you, some of you have shared this with me, it might seem that I have a very boring food menu, right? I mean, a lot of you, and you're welcome to put this in the comments because I love interacting with you, have showed have shared with me that when you saw what I share in terms of what I eat, I know a few of my VIPs who are not in TSM say this to me all the time, um, that they feel really sad <clears throat> when they see what I eat right? I mean, it seems really boring. I mean, all you ever see me posting pictures of are steaks and burgers, right? Or maybe on occasion, I'll put like some pepperoni chips, but here's what you're not seeing is that this is, this is what has saved me. Yes, Margaret, this is what saved me has changed me, has broken me from being who I used to be, where I was, I was alive to the power of my flesh to being alive right now and fueled to the power of my spirit. Good morning, Charlene. We're just now getting started. And Naomi, you're so sweet. I think it's Naomi. Naomi has said that to me before too, that she's felt sorry for me as I share my hamburger patties. And sometimes I turn them into meatballs and it's all another experience. <laughs> but here's the thing about what's changed for me. <clears throat> this fuel, this burger that you see 
gives me what I need, which lends to what I want. And what I want in my life at this level of my spiritual walk with God, what I want now is transformation. I've not arrived. I, I'm never going to arrive until that day I meet God. And I'm starting to recognize that now that in order for me to pull down heaven, to step into the fullness of the abundant life that Jesus tells us about in John 10, 10, in order to do that, I have to see what I must physically do now on earth. And I want that transformation. And so I have to break up with how I used to, I had to do this because I've done this. I've had to break break up with how I've given food so much power and authority in my life and start to see it through the lens of who I am in Christ and what food gives to me. I need food to sustain me so that I can go through and step into this transformation because it's so much more than about what our experience is here on earth. It's so much more than just how we taste and how the world tells us what food means, right? I never thought that I would be free from all of the stories that I used to have about food, all of the thoughts and all of the feelings that I used to have about all of it. And some of you have been here. Put in the comments if you've been there. I want to see Because I think you acknowledging it, whether you're not there now or you've been there and you're working back toward it, I need those of you who are struggling to get there to see that it's not just Sherry Capilla. God has no favorites. There are many of you here in the Facebook group, here in the Seekers Method, here in the Thinner Circle who have experienced this. And I need you to stand up right now and put in the comments if that's been you that you have experienced living in that freedom, right? You've experienced living where you were free from all of the thoughts and feelings that you used to have about the food. Who here has lived that way? Who here has experienced this? All right. So I don't know if the comments are frozen or nobody has experienced it. but this is what God wants me to tell you. Becky says, yeah, Becky's been there. What I need gives me what I want a lot to think on. Yeah. What you need will give you what you want. It's just like, I'm reminded right now of Abraham and Isaac, Margaret. I love that you said that. Yeah. And Naomi had this back in, in, in April. I mean, the object of Abraham's heart, his heart's desire, his heart's desire was Isaac. Yeah, I agree. His heart's desire was Isaac, right? And God said, give me your heart's desire. Put it on the altar, sacrifice it. And humbly, might be the operative word for somebody, right? Humbly, Abraham just did with the spirit, what God was telling him to do. And he put the object of his heart's desire on that altar, 
And when he did this, God saw the motive of his heart. Somebody here needs to hear this. You have got to put food, you've got to see yourself putting your food and the number on the scale and the thinness. You've got to see yourself putting it on a spiritual altar and then living to walk it out completely physically. And what happened, you know this, when Abraham put the object of his heart's desire on that altar, God gave him what he wanted, which was the very thing he put on the altar. Ladies, that's what I did. That's what I did. I put that number on the scale. I stopped worshiping it and I put it on the scale and I started worshiping God. I, I put it on the altar. I put that number on the altar and I surrendered and I repented and I obediently, faithfully, obediently walked in the direction where God was saying, just do the next right thing. Walk in the spirit, Sherry. Charlene, intentional is the word God put on my heart this morning. That is amazing that you just wrote that intentional. Like if you could see my journal right now, up at the very top, I'm going to show you, you can't, I don't know if you can see it because, oh, I'm zooming right at the very top. Be intentional. She's absolutely right. You have got to be intentional. And so here I am right now, ladies, I'm free. And this only came a result, came as a result of my mind being renewed, of being more intentional with faithful obedience. Somebody needs to write that down. Be intentional with faithful obedience. And for me, I had to be intentional with faithful obedience as I yielded and I just lived life in the spirit. And that's what I'm encouraging you today to do, ladies, is to be to live in the spirit. Like I started recognizing what was going on in my occasional obedience, right? If you have occasional obedience, you're only going to have occasional results, right? Like we talked about in our thinner circle calls. You've got to be committed. You've got to commit to this if you want to have the outcome. You can't have occasional commitment. You don't have occasional commitment to your husband. You don't have occasional commitment to your business, to your career, to your whatever it is. You've got to have committed. <clears throat> You've got to be committed. You've got to have intentional, faithful obedience. And I started seeing it in myself that I was having occasional obedience. And when I saw that, I saw what my role was in my health being restored and how I was choosing to limit myself and to limit God, right? I was neutralizing my effectiveness for God's kingdom because I was so self-centered. I limited myself by allowing myself to be, and this is a word, somebody needs to write this down, dominated by my flesh for all of my food. And, and be, I was dominated in my flesh with all of my food desires and all of my laziness. I was in the way of myself. And when I lived from my soul, because that's exactly how we live as carnal Christians, right? We become soulish. We live in our mind, will, and emotion, right? I told you in your spirit, you know what to do in your, in your mind, in your soul, you feel it. 
And your body's only going to do whichever one you're living from. If you're living in your soul, that's the effect you're going to have on your body. If you live from your spirit, that's the effect you're going to have on your body. And when I lived from my soul, my body was affected. Yeah, Becky's so right. But when I began to live from my spirit, my life was transformed. Ladies, you know this, but somebody needs to be reminded of it today. Your weight loss promised land is waiting for you to stop sitting on the path. You have broadened it. And God is saying, guess what? You can narrow it. You can suck it in right now. You can narrow it and you can run and still get there. But it's not going to happen easily. Transformation's going to hurt. That struggle is so awful. You're going to suffer. It's going to feel like suffering as you break up with who you used to be, the ways that you've allowed your path to be broadened. That's okay. And I know this is so worldly to say, but I want you to do it. Embrace the suffer. Embrace the struggle. That's okay. God's not going to transform you in the ease. Like for me, I can look back right now and I can see that my mind was renewed. You can't do this without renewing your mind. My mind is still continually being renewed. I'm stepping into a level of freedom that I didn't even know was available to me. And now food has completely lost its grip on me. And rarely am I ever even tempted to give in like I used to be. When I ate that burger that you're staring at right now on that screen, that lonely, ugly, pathetic, sad looking little burger, <laughs> according to the world standards, because now when I see it, I'm like, yes, burger, praise God. I'm so thankful for this. When I had that burger last night, I ate it in the midst of the aroma of pizza, because each of my children, each child had a friend staying the night. And so we had a pizza party. And as they were eating pizza, I love pizza. I mean, it's pizza. I've not met a person who doesn't like pizza. I love pizza. If I could, maybe in heaven one day I will, I would sit down and eat the whole thing. I love it. But I've gotten to a place where I enjoy the smell and the smell is enjoyable. The smell gives me the same joy as the flavor used to. I have gotten to a place where absolutely, I don't know, write this down. Absolutely nothing tastes as good as God's nearness feels. And I need to remind you, ladies, this is not an, advertise an advertisement for eating the way I eat. Rather, this is a testimony of what will happen if you just eat the way you're supposed to be eating, the way God is impressing upon your heart. Your healing is coming. Your health is coming. But it's on the other side of you recognizing that there's healing in you doing and surrendering and sacrificing and eating the way you should. And so for me right now, when I eat, when I start to actually eat only what I should, I live in freedom. It's like I found the spiritual key that unlocked the physical door and freed me from being so carnal. And it actually enabled me to be profoundly spiritual in all areas right now. It's like food really was the weight 
It really was the weight that kept me anchored. It kept me tethered to the world and who I believed I was in the world. And I was completely trapped in a false evil reality that I couldn't escape. I had that old identity that did, I, I was who I believed I was, and I did what I believed I had to do. And God is saying, no, he ripped me right on up out of it little by little and showed me who I am right now in Christ, who I'm free to be in Christ and therefore free to, to do through obedience and free to no longer even think about little by little. I couldn't escape that reality without him. And repentance was the bridge that got me here. And now living with God's nearness and his strength against all of the temptation to me living here right now, that's the, that's completely worth the price of admission to get here. I have had to give up so much food to get to this place. I don't even miss cake. I still miss pizza. I do miss pizza. I just do but I enjoy the smell. And here's the thing, breaking up with this, I love that, Naomi, breaking up with food, the way that it physically tethered me was so hard to do, but it was only hard at first. Ladies, I encourage you, stop continually breaking up with it and going back to it like an old boyfriend. Because it's not just like an old boyfriend. It's like an abusive old boyfriend. It's abusing you. It's taking you. It's neutralizing you. It's hurting you. It's disabling you. It's keeping you in mediocrity. It's keeping you from living in the fullness of your faith. It was only so hard for me to do at first. The, the minute I decided no more, I am not her. I am dead to the power of sin. The minute I started doing that and I turned around and I repented and I crossed that metaphorical bridge of repentance, I stepped into the power of freedom. It was only hard to do at first. And you know what my only regret is? My only regret is having not done it sooner, having not trusted and believed and being having not been intentional sooner, having not believed that I could just arrive sooner. I just regret doing it sooner. I regret it. I mean, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. Like I'm so, I'm so heartbroken from how I allowed food in the world to neutralize my effectiveness for God, because I was so in my flesh desiring all the lust of it, right? I couldn't come to the end of myself because I wanted to feed myself. I just regret having not gotten here sooner. You are free right now. You can arrive. In 11 days, I mean, this is metaphorical, ladies, hear my heart. We're no different than those Israelites, right? They had the glory, they had the cloud, they had, they had the smoke, the pillar. We have him indwelling us. You have his power right now. Stop giving your power to the world. Stop, stop giving it to Satan. Stop giving it to resident evil. 
you are neutralizing your effectiveness in ways that I can't even know. Nobody had somebody had somebody, I don't know, maybe had an angel visited me back then. Cause I don't know if I would have believed it if somebody would have said this to me, but if an angel of the Lord had visited me in the way that we see in God's word, if an angel had visited me and said, Sherry, like the angel visited Mary, Sherry, God is calling you back to him. He has chosen you, but you are going to supernaturally give up all of your lust of the flesh. And you're going to just boldly believe you're going to walk so intentionally in your faith and you're going to give up the lust of your flesh and you are going to be a living sacrifice. You're going to be a remnant. You're going to be holy and set apart and you're going to walk in righteousness and you're going to do all the right things and they're going to hurt and it's going to be horrible every single day as you are set apart from the world, as you forego evil's influence. And as you do this, God's going to give you the, your heart's desire and you are going to no longer be a weapon of destruction that has been a weapon forced against you and a weapon of evil used against you, an instrument of evil. You are now going to be an instrument of righteousness to go into the world and to help the women who are thirsty for living water. And you are going to pull them out of the depths of hell that they are living in, in this world where they are unhealthy, where they are trusting in their flesh, where they are believing that they're living as carnal Christians. They're living in their soul. You're going to rip them out. And you're going to show them how to appropriate their faith. And by the age of 50, you're going to be smaller than your 15-year-old daughter. You're going to be wearing her hand-me-down shoes. You're going to be, you're going to be doing all of these things. You're going to be a, as bold as a lion as you stand up in your identity in Christ. Even if an angel of God had come to me, I would have wavered in my belief. No more. I am unwavering. I want to have the kind of belief that Jesus marvels at. Ladies, have the kind of faith that Jesus will marvel at. You are not going to have that kind of faith unless you recognize that you've got to come under authority. You've got to recognize the power and authority that is alive within you right now. It's alive within you right now. You have the power to be in authority over your body, but it's not going to happen if you keep allowing your body to be in authority over you. My regret is that I shortened my ability to be effective for God's kingdom because I allowed my flesh to neutralize me. Ladies, break up with the abusive ex-boyfriend. You know what I'm saying metaphorically here. You can arrive. You can be free from the power, from the prison, from the bondage, all of it right now. Right now, you are free. It is finished. You are free right now. Stop thinking it's going to be easy. Stop thinking you're going to feel like it. Stop feeling like you've got to have food joy every day. No, you don't. I regret. I don't want you to have this regret. You can arrive soon. I just regret 
having not arrived sooner, having not recognized sooner just how free I truly was the entire time. And as a result, what I could have done in that freedom. And right now, I'm free to even go to that next level. Like I'm sharing with you in Christian Weight Loss Radio. Oh my goodness, I just remember some of you have reached out to me about Christian Weight Loss Radio. Yeah, you can get into it. It is a subscription. It's $9.97 a month. I'm sorry, some of you, I owe you um, emails on that. But you can have, like I'm sharing with you my testimony in more boldly and completely in Christian Weight Loss Radio. You can have the freedom I'm talking about right now. The spiritual strength that I have right now, can everybody still hear me? Everybody can still hear me if somebody could chime in because I see Charlene's message. But you have available to you right now that spiritual strength. Thank you. The spiritual strength that I have in this moment is only as a result of what I physically crucified in my flesh. Thank you. And that, that spiritual strength that I have now as this, all of this strength and power that I have right now, I have it as I appropriate, as I step into the fullness of my faith, right? I'm, I'm saved, but I wasn't living in the fullness of my faith. And as I appropriate my faith and I fuel my body with the meat patty you're seeing on your screen. As I appropriate my faith and I feel my body, I fuel my body with food, my life is different from when I used to appropriate my appetite and I lived focused only on the food, not the fuel. And now when I eat the way that I eat, I experience not only God's nearness, but also his grace. And also I have mental clarity at the age of 50, mental clarity. I have discernment. My skin has finally cleared up. My GI problems are vanishing without medical intervention. My energy at 50 with three kids two teenagers. My energy has skyrocketed. My faith has increased. My intentionality has profoundly blown me out of the water. Like it's like a heavenly gift. And I live in almost every single fruit of the spirit. This is the way to live ladies. When I began to live from a higher place, like that's truly how I look back now. And I see that I elevated my life. I appropriated my faith. And when I began to live from a higher place and to be more profoundly spiritually led, I began to live even during weight loss. I began to live with the fruit of the spirit before I lost the weight. This was the single biggest difference maker. Somebody needs to hear this. This was the biggest difference maker and me sticking with the process. My brain changed as I was spiritually led because when you live from a higher level, right? When you live, you've got God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, your spirit, then your soul, then your body. When I started to live from that place, I switched from food joy to real joy. 
And I enjoyed the journey. I wasn't focused on food. I wasn't focused on flavor, on fullness, or on the number of, on the scale anymore. That was broken from me. I just did what the word said. And I started setting my eyes on Jesus every single day. I became like, people call us Jesus freaks. Amen. I'll take it. Right? I love it. There's nothing like it. And before, when I was trying to lose weight, I was constantly stuck in my emotions where I would lose joy, where I would lose peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control, and even my faithfulness, right? I didn't have, I didn't even have the fruit of love because I had the fruit of lust, lust in the flesh for every food that I focused on, what I could or couldn't eat. And everything I wanted, it's like my eyes couldn't stop looking for the forbidden fruit at every single turn. And I was stuck and I was weighed down, anchored from my own doing. I, from my own doing, I couldn't be faithful to myself. And now my heart's desire is to imitate Christ and to see his faithfulness and to imitate that. And as soon as I began to realize just how faithful God was, I began to simply just appropriate my faith more completely. He is what I became to, I began to imitate. I imitate Christ. I pursue being set apart. I pursue holiness through right choices every single day, just doing the next right thing. And when I did that, when I look back on my journey and I see how all of the scales fell off, on so many levels, that's so true. When I did that, slowly, ladies, embrace the little by little. When I did that, little by little, I began to release who I used to be. I began to become who I was meant to be. And now, as I aim higher, I see food differently. It is simply fuel. See your food as fuel. And you know what? I still have the occasional difficult day here and there. I have hard days and it's usually when I'm tired or when there's a spiritual attack, but right now I'm at a point where I'm so spiritually in tune with the Holy spirit that those difficult days, they're few and far between. I am living renewed in my, in my spiritual mind. Right. And so when you are living renewed like this, this way allows, like for me right now, this way allows me to appropriate my faith. And this is a word for somebody, I believe, and to honor God with my body instead of perpetually honoring myself with my body and appropriating my flesh, you have got to come to the end of yourself where you recognize that you sure surely can choose all of the wrong foods that you're giving into, right? You can definitely choose those wrong foods. But like I, I always say, you just don't get to choose the consequences of those choices. And the consequences are the very thing that is, that are destroying your progress. Every single choice that you make is either setting you back or moving you forward and setting you up for success. So ladies, intentionally, just like Charlene said, intentionally choose every single day to move forward, choose to go higher every day, realize that you have the power of the living God inside of you and just start saying, when you wake up, God, what impossible thing are we going to do together today? Choose to go higher, begin 
begin to almost live at a, this sounds so weird to say, but it's how I see it now, at a spiritual frequency where you give more credibility to spiritual things than you do to all of the physical things, right? Like tune yourself into a different radio dial so that you are only hearing in the spirit and not hearing in your flesh. This is how you tune out the physical temptations. Every single day, I set my mind on things above. And so what could be different then for you if you were to do that? Think about that. How could your life change if you began to focus on who you are right now spiritually? Like who you're free to be, who you are in Christ, who you are free to be in Christ, and how you have every single thing within you that you need to do what you should. Because that is how he empowers you. He gives you strength to do what you should, not what you want. You've got to switch the frequency. You've got to elevate. You've got to escalate. You've got to go higher. And what could be different then? What food stories do you need to just, what food stories do you need to just believe right now that you are already free from? You're already free from that. You're already free, like right now. Romans 6 tells us you're already free. Already free. What wrong habits do you need to break up with and let go of because you're free from them in this moment? You're free. What do you need to do in order to actually be free and full, full of the Holy Spirit? That you, and when you're full of the Holy Spirit, what I mean by that, when you, live with him intimately in the way that I've been experiencing the fullness of him in my entire life, it's through abiding. And when you live with full of the Holy Spirit in this way, through abiding and being in his word every single day and being at a spiritual frequency where you're just attuning your ears to the spirit instead of your flesh, you experience him intimately. What could be different? I encourage you to start aspiring to be intentional in living and walking in the spirit all day. I, I challenge you to start living this way every day, all day, but you've got to do it intentionally. It will not just happen. Like to be so full of the spirit comes only through abi abiding. Be ladies, be radical in your faith. Be a radical believer. Be a believer who just believes. Be radical in your faith. Keep telling yourself what I tell myself. Sherry, more faith, more grace. That's where you and God have a part. What saved you, his grace and your faith coming together is what will save you every single day. And then just do in faith what you should, and you will find God's provision. You will find his grace showing up and meeting you on your way, on your faith journey. And remember, because you belong to Jesus, the power, <clears throat> because you belong to him, this is Romans 8, because you belong to Jesus, the power of the life-giving spirit has already freed you from the power of sin. God has declared an end to sin's control over you. You have got to recognize sin in your life.
You've got to see yourself free from the ways that you have been dominated. And that's the operative word. I've taught you this many times when you feel dominated in your flesh. That's not the spirit. The spirit doesn't dominate you. But you've got to see that you have, you are free right now from the ways that you previously trusted that domination. You are free right now from the ways that you've been dominated in your flesh and you've practiced it your entire life. And when you feel dominated, you're completely walking in the physical. You must consciously, intentionally choose to be led by the spirit to do what's right. Domination gives you this ease, this surrender. There's no sacrifice, right? It takes over and you succumb to things that you don't hate. So choose to be led by letting the spirit control your mind. And when you do this, you will begin to please God. I mean, this is Romans 8. This isn't some supernatural revelation that God's only giving to me and that I'm speaking some fluff to you. No, this is God's word. God knows where you're currently ensnared and he's already made a way for you to be free. You have just got to stop choosing your way to remain stuck every day. Wake up and trust that God will do the impossible with you. Get excited about doing the impossible with him every day. If you will just trust him for the impossible. He's no, he has no favorites. I'm not his favorite. Both of us are. You're his favorite. He wants to help you. And you're his favorite. And you're his favorite. And you're, be controlled, ladies, by the spirit. Live your life more intentionally at a higher level with faithful obedience every single day, intentionally, even in weight loss. I hope that this is meeting you where you are. I hope that you are seeing that right now you have everything within you. If you would just believe, and you've got to believe without doubting, right? You can't believe because of what you're believing. Like I, I'm talking about on Christian weight loss radio, you have these shadow beliefs that are not from God, that are getting in the way of you being who he needs you to be. And nobody's saying this, but I believe our food has a, a huge part of it because it keeps you from discernment. It keeps you running to something else. A lot of us have that commotion, that emotional connection. I'm really sad. Run to pizza. I'm really, I'm bored. I'm idle. I'm alone. Run to, to the idol, right? Idleness makes you idle, makes you run to an idol. Ladies, discover what it is that's in your way and recognize that there is only one way and start kicking that thing in God's power to the curb, getting rid of it, recognizing that you right now are dead to the power of sin and alive to the power of Christ within you. I believe that the enemy uses our food as a weapon formed against us. 
And I've talked about this in a lot of my other classes. I think I have a food addiction class where I talk about that, right? Like right now, the enemy is trying to weigh me down and not market my food addiction class because he wants me to be fearful of the psychology realm and the medical space that says, you know, addiction, there is no addiction in God's word. There just isn't. And when you believe in addiction and you put that label on you, there's no opportunity at a spiritual level for you to recognize conviction and for God to show you that you have a part in your addiction. And partly it's you believing that you're an addict. You must repent, cross the bridge and step into freedom. Ladies, that freedom is available to you right now. Yeah, Margaret, I'm so happy to hear that. This secret sesh might've been for you because it wasn't what I had planned. I didn't plan on showing anybody my lonely cheese, my lonely burger, right? Ladies, I'm harnessing the power of the spirit within me. If I can do this, you can do this. You just have to realize that you have to choose it. It's so easy to choose the path of least resistance where you are dominated and you give way to your old self. No, consciously, intentionally be in a state of believing for the impossible through radical Christianity, through faithful obedience. Be the remnant. Start becoming, start thinking of thinking in the way that you need to start thinking as the woman you're becoming. The woman I'm becoming does not believe that she's held back from speaking boldly against addiction. And therefore, I must be strong and courageous and let my voice be heard because I believe my voice is God's voice. Not that I'm some supernatural whatever. No, it's because I am spirit-led. You are spirit-led. You've just got to intentionally choose to be spirit-led through abiding and then yield to the Holy Spirit. He's already, he's already leading you. You're just, le- you're just yielding to the wrong voice. Start yielding to the right voice and watch what happens when you do. I pray right now in the name of Jesus over each and every single woman on this call live and on the replay. And if you watch in the replay, please tell me. I pray right now for you to have radical obedience for you to step into a season of your life where chains are broken off in the name of Jesus and that you just have radical supernatural faith of God to boldly believe and do. I pray this over you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Go have an amazing day, ladies. Bye-bye. Hey, before you go, I want to tell you about a new way that you can work with me, and that's through the comeback. The comeback is one of my most popular ways, my most, my most popular ways to get set up for your weight loss success, right? It's a weight loss setup, and it is a profound game changer. So many of the women who have joined the Seekers Method started first by consuming the comeback, and after the comeback, which is a four-week program, <clears throat> 
no Facebook, no social media, no group coaching. After doing the comeback, they dove right into the seeker's method. They were convinced that God was the way and they wanted to work closer, closer to me. They, they saw what I taught them in the comeback and they were convinced that they needed to know what it was that God was having me teach women. I encourage you to go and check out the way. There'll be a link in the show notes to enroll in the comeback for yourself. This is a good way for you to most affordably work with me without necessarily having to pay the high ticket price to work with me directly. Okay. So again, no Facebook, nothing like that. Other ways that you can work with me is one-on-one through your weight loss program, whatever program that you choose, whatever meal plan, all of those things. You can also work with me through something I now offer called proximity coaching. And proximity coaching is where there's no structured program. You just have private access to me through an app called Voxer. And via Voxer, we communicate back and forth. And I help you to stand up as who you are in Christ so that you can actually stop conforming to your wrong habits, your wrong ways. You can start renewing your mind and be transformed. You can be you know, just completely changed and stepped into who it is that you're meant to become. So if any of these options appeal to you, I encourage you take a look at the show notes. Another thing that you could do is go to my website and take a look at the classes that I offer. And also, if you're not on my newsletter, go to my website, sherrycapilla.com forward slash subscribe. And once you get there, I also want you to know that I do a lot of free masterclasses, okay? God has put it on my heart that I need to have a ministry in addition to this business where I go and I give back to women and I show them the truth of God's word in all areas to help them to have freedom, supernatural freedom in this area of bondage of their food and alcohol and laziness and all of those things. So get on my, get on my email list. Start following me on social media. Go to my social media. I have so many reels. So many of my clients came to me only after listening to my reels. My reels are not anything I've done, but that I've actually yielded and allowed yielded and allowed the Holy Spirit to do and say through me. So I encourage you. There's so much more. If you're ready to be transformed, go above and beyond this podcast. Enroll in the Seekers Method. Take a look at proximity coaching. Take a look at the comeback. Get into one of my classes. Overcoming food addiction is one of my most popular ones. It would have changed my life. All right. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast.